Welcome to the post Narc Life Podcast. It's time to leave behind the narcissist narrative and build an amazing life that you love. You got through, but you're not done. We're going to build your next level of wealth, create healthy relationships, find deep self-connection to expand your unique impact on this world, and leave behind a legacy of love. I'm your host, Laura, by the way. I've been there. I get it. And I've got you. Let's go build your post-NARC life. Good morning and hello. How are you today? We are continuing on with our week of podcasting, which is something that I am just loving. It's so good. We're killing it over here. Thank you so much for listening to all of the episodes. I really appreciate it. And I hope you're getting a lot of value out of it. I hope it's changing your life. That is the purpose of all of the work that we do here. So today's episode is inspired by a client of mine who is truly an amazing, amazing human being. And I want to talk about her transformation. And this is the, this is the transformation that is represented in pretty much all of my clients, but she really articulates it beautifully. She sent me a text message today and I just am so amazed and in awe of her and how she was able to articulate how she was feeling. And it's just truly remarkable, the power of the work when you really do the work and you stay with it and you stay consistent with it. And this is one of the reasons why I decided to shift from time-based coaching, so six months to a year to per session, uh, to results-based coaching, where we focus on getting the result that you want when however long it takes for you to get that result. And for this particular client, we've been working together almost a year now, maybe a little over a year, I think almost a year now. And I think in the very beginning in our work together, she was a little bit stressed and we coached a lot on I've just got to get this done before the coaching ends, right? She was just really concerned that within six months, it wasn't going to be enough time. And she was kind of putting a lot of pressure on herself and we were coaching through it, but it's just, it's ironic, right? This is a, this is a model that comes through, right? In the C line, we're going to put coaching. And then in the the thought line, the T line, we're going to put, I've got to get my money's worth or I've got to get the coaching value within the six months time. Otherwise it'll be a waste or some version of that thought. And when you think that thought, when my client was thinking that thought, right, she was feeling tons of pressure. And when your body is full of pressure like that, there's a tightness, there's a heaviness to it. Then your body actually can't receive the coaching and do the healing because the healing takes place in your mind and in your body when your body is in a state of calm and relaxation and love and allowance. And when you are putting tons of pressure on yourself, that is not, that environment is not available. You, you're not able to access that feeling and that openness in your body in order for your brain to actually do its work, to change the thoughts, to heal the emotions, to process all the things out. And so it's really fascinating how we kind of do this. These are habits. It's not her fault that she thought this way. This is literally how she was raised, but a lot of pressure on her when she was being um, raised and when she was growing up and in her marriage. 
it was really, it, it, it's always been about the pressure. I've got to do this and, and like pushing herself to do the thing to keep safe. And this is just what her brain applied to this particular situation in coaching. And so, yes, we could, we could, and we did spend time on that particular thought, but I also decided, you know what, why do we need this circumstance of limited time coaching? Why do we need six months to a year. It's just arbitrary in my mind. There's really no reason why I just picked it when I first started my business because that's what everybody else was doing. And now that I've been through and helped so many different clients, I'm like, everyone's so different. We need results-based coaching. People don't hire coaches for their time. They hire coaches to get the result that they want in their life. And in this particular case, she hired me because she wanted to feel peace and love and, she, as you will see, when I read her text message to me, she actually achieved that result. And it's just amazing. It's just the most, most beautiful thing. And it's the purpose behind all the work that I do. All right. <clears throat> this is what she says. She says, this is one of the hardest things to put into words. I've been in awe at my quote, inner feelings at the peace I feel. I so often read your words after following you for so long about creating our own peace, et cetera, and always thought how wonderful that would be. And that was what I deeply hoped for, but it didn't seem possible for me, maybe for others, but not really for me, unless of course this person in my life changed and then I'd feel peace about life. <laughs> well, as we know, this person hasn't exactly done anything drastically different in their life. And yet inside of me, I feel drastically different. The weight on my shoulders and the physical, literal pain in and all around my heart has lifted. And some days it hits me so hard when I realize that and I'm in pure shock. I do know that it's the Lord Jesus Christ who is my healer and I praise his name for what he's done for me. But you have been the instrument in his hands that I needed so desperately. What you do and what you preach really works. It's so amazing to me, almost leaves me speechless. I feel like a new person, not in the way I thought I would. Like life is still life with so many ups and downs, but in a different way, I didn't know possible. Taking the life and all it entails and finding peace, real peace. Anyway, I know you know all this, but, and have experienced it yourself, but I just had to share some of those thoughts with you and thank you for the part you've played in my healing, my change, my growth. You were truly a gift and I mean that with every part of me. Oh my gosh, right? Like this is just the kind of work that I can't even believe I get to be part of. It's so awesome. And it's because I chose to put myself out there. I chose to look at all the things that I'd been through, to analyze them, to make sense of them, to heal myself, to accept healing and get coaching and get therapy and all the things for myself. And I never stopped trying. I never gave up so that I could present this to other people and other people have found so much peace and done the work and all kinds of other results in their lives because they haven't given up on themselves and they showed up. This, this client shows up every single call, every single text message, every single Marco Polo message. She shows up and she is here for it. And she was willing to be vulnerable and she was willing to feel that is one of, I would say probably the number one thing that separates 
a narcissist affected person who may or may not have narcissist tendencies. And this is not me saying that this particular client had narcissist tendencies and she doesn't, but there, some clients come to me and they do have narc tendencies and, and that's okay. There's no judgment there. Uh, because I mean, of course, why, why would they have anything different? They've literally been raised and or in a narcissist relationship for years at a time. So of course their brain has been changed in that way. And, and they're going to have some narc tendencies. It's a survival mechanism. Anyway, I digress. She really showed up. And the difference between a person who is a little too far gone on the narcissist scale in order for me to help them and a person who is available to do the work, and it might be difficult, it might take some time, it might take some effort, but they can actually succeed and they will succeed, is their willingness to feel. That is not fun. I know it's not fun. I know my, I'm myself. I'm also resistant sometimes to the feelings and I have to catch myself and I have to try again. But this client, she showed up to the calls and not every call was like really, really heavy with emotion. Okay. I'm not saying that every single call is going to be that way, but typically when we're working on the thoughts and we're working on the old beliefs and we're working on the old patterns and conditioning from the narcissist, typically there's going to be a lot of, of heavy emotion involved and if you are willing to show up and feel through that heavily emotion and be present on the call with me and answer the questions that I ask you and show you the way out of it, not necessarily we have to get out of pain all of the time, but I will help you question those old thoughts and beliefs. And then that shift will take place. But you, you have to be willing to face it. You have to be willing to show up and be willing to feel the grief, the sadness, the loss, the shame, the guilt, all of it. Maybe not all at once, okay? <laughs> we just do one at a time. But if you're willing to show up like this client did, you will succeed. This is how your brain changes. And like we talked about last time, in order to receive all of the results that you want in your life, your brain must change. It has to change. Because if your brain doesn't change, then your thoughts don't change and your emotions don't change. And then your actions don't change. And then your results don't change. That's just how it works. And so your brain, it has to start in your brain. It has to start in your mind in that beautiful space where there's thoughts and emotions and awareness of thoughts and an ability to choose those thoughts. That's the magic place. That's the magic formula to create anything that you want in your life. Even if it's a little nebulous, like I just want to feel peace. That's one of the things we with results-based coaching, it can be kind of tricky for, because a lot of results are, are pretty straightforward, right? If you hire me maybe to lose a specific amount of weight, or if you hire me to move to a specific location and be settled in your new house, or you hire me to be, you know, happily divorced, you know, that the, the paper signed, you were happily divorced, you know, is a thing you can measure that you can definitely determine this is what I'm at right now. And this is what I was, and there's a huge difference between the two. And you can honestly say, I have received this result, right? Whereas feeling peace and, and feeling like the narcissist relationship situation has healed is a little bit more nebulous. But the thing is, is that clients like her literally text me and send me messages over and over and over again in just the same fashion. Like it's not any different. She uses slightly different words and there's a slightly different meaning and, and conveyance and expression in her message to me, but my other clients, it's the meaning is the same. The message is the same. I can't believe it. Like I actually just naturally feel peace. And then that person hasn't changed. They haven't changed anything. And I was thinking this whole time that I needed to change them. 
And instead, I can create peace for myself. It's incredible. And then they go through life like every single day. And like she was saying, yeah, there's life's ups and downs and, and no one is perfect. That's not the point. But generally speaking, she wakes up with a feeling of overall calmness and peace. And that is because her brain changed. Her natural default changed. And so when you think about getting results, when you think about doing the work, I want you to really open your mind to the possibility that it really is just that simple. It doesn't have to be a big, complicated thing. You just show up, you get coaching, and your brain changes. And then as a result, everything else in your life can change. You can start to get the things that you want. So that's just really cool. I, I, I can't believe I got that message today. And I'm just so grateful for that particular client. She's truly a remarkable human. And all of my clients are remarkable humans. And you are a remarkable human. The fact that you have survived a narcissist situation is remarkable. It just is. I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit. I think that we're so afraid of being narcissistic and selfish that we don't give ourselves the opportunity to look at ourselves and say, hey, I'm actually doing an amazing job. I'm actually like, I think I'm killing it. I think, I mean, look at the growth. Today I posted on Facebook because as you know, I'm promoting the masterclass and I've decided, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I've decided that we're going to be doing masterclasses every month. I'm just so excited about it because this masterclass is about co-parenting with a difficult person. It's called co-parent like a boss. I'm really excited about it. I want to share it with everyone because I know so many people are suffering in this particular situation and I've decided we're going to do masterclasses like this every single month. So December is co-parenting and then um, January is going to be something different. February, March is going to be something different and we're just going to keep going. Webinars every month, <laughs> masterclasses every month. It's going to be so fun. So you'll be able to sign up in the show notes. You'll be able to look at the website. You can um, get on the email list so you can get uh, notifications for when the next masterclass is coming. And then of course you'll, you'll be able to get access to the replays because the magic is not only in the training with new thoughts, new beliefs, new approaches to all of these things, but also live coaching on the calls. You can come to the call and get coaching. You'll, I'll bring you on the call. You'll tell me your situation. I will do the magic that coaching that is, <laughs> and we'll see if we can't shift some of your beliefs or at least one, one belief, one thought, one thing that's happening in your mind, one possibility that could be open to you and see that how that affects you going forward. You make one thought, one change, make one action and see what that creates for you. So it's, it's really fun. If you want to just get a taste of the work, if you want to just kind of start slow, or if you just love coaching and you want this to be added to your calendar, it's, it's a great opportunity. And so with all of these masterclasses and all of this, that is that is all coming up. It's like, this is your opportunity to do some very, very simple work to get things that you want. So I want you to think about right now, what are things that you want? What is it that you would really love to have or to become or what version of yourself or what, what, what is in your life that you want to change right now, but you feel like you can't or you feel like you've tried over and over again, or you feel like you want to, but you're super, super afraid, or you feel like the person in your life is preventing you from having this particular thing in your life. I want you to think about that thing and I want you to write it down because here's what I believe about desires. 
I believe that desires are roadmaps to our destiny. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't actually believe in destiny, (laughs) but I think, I think, you know what I'm talking about? In other words, desires for what we want is, is like a pathway. It's like a map because we could literally do anything. We could, the, the possibilities are infinite and endless and we could spend our time and energy and our lives literally doing anything that we wanted to do. But our desires are like a compass that navigate all of the possibilities in our life. And so when you think about your desires, your desires are going to be different than somebody else's desires, than somebody else's and somebody else's. Everybody desires lots of different things. And our desires come from the deepest part of us. And sometimes our desires represent who we truly are deep down. Sometimes our desires are about survival. And when you can look at, okay, let's just brain dump all of my desires. We can sort those out too. We can be like, okay, this desire feels like this is what I've always wanted, but I feel stuck and limited. This desire over here would make me feel really good. It would make me feel so much better about my life. And that isn't to say that you can't have that desire if it's just about me feeling better, but it just gives you that awareness of like, what is the next version of myself? What is the more powerful version of myself? What is the more confident version of myself? Or what is the version of myself that I'm really proud of that I always dreamed I would be before I ever was exposed to emotional abuse or exposed to the narcissist in my life? It's just good to get awareness of these things. So you kind of can make decisions about the desires that you have that are lighting the way for what you eventually become and what you eventually accomplish and all of those things. So it's really good to just get aware. What do you want? And then when you have what it is that you want, you need to look at what are your obstacles? Why haven't you gotten that thing? Whose fault is it? What thoughts have you been thinking? What circumstances have gotten in your way? What things have happened to you that have been setbacks? All the things that get in the way of those desires because it's really good to get super, super aware of what they are. And I just kind of named for you a bunch of categories, right? There's circumstances, thoughts, people, (laughs) events. There's, we can categorize them so that you can kind of get leverage over what you want to think about all of those things. And then as we do the coaching, you can bring these desires to the call. You can bring these obstacles to the calls. Like when you come for the master classes, and if you end up working with me one-on-one, this is how you do it you, we, we look at all the thoughts about those circumstances and we break them down. And I ask you questions like, is that true? Or we, or exploratory questions. Tell me what else happened. Tell me what else was going on. What were you thinking when that happened? And we really get like a 360 view of what's happening. And typically by the time you get a 360 view of what's happening, you already know, Oh, wait a second. That was just my thought about it. I just, I didn't realize I had a choice with how I could think about that. And I was in such fight or flight that I was only concerned about getting to the next moment. And that awareness right there already is a bunch of magic. And usually that can take care of it. But sometimes you need a little nudge with a new belief and a new thought that you've never considered before that creates so much openness and possibility and confidence in yourself and belief in yourself. And those new thoughts will create those emotions that are required to take new actions because your brain obviously is a machine that's designed to take action all the time. You're always, always, always taking action. 
and you're always wanting to take action, whether, whether that looks like inaction or sitting on the couch or whether that looks like sending emails or going on a walk or talking to your boss or confronting your ex when you're trying to co-parent, right? All of these actions are being, are taking place constantly throughout the day. So your body and your brain, they want to take action and the thoughts and the emotions are like the rudder that steers all of the actions. Your brain has access to new ideas, new thoughts, new levels of creativity when your thoughts are producing emotions in your body that feel open, that aren't focused in fight or flight, getting through to the next moment, but are actually opening you up and allowing for new ideas to appear. Because the the sensation of being in fight or flight is a really a form of shutting down and just getting through and making sure that you survive. And it's a beautiful part of us. Okay. It's, it's perfect. It's exactly how it should be. But when you are in a state of openness and possibility and belief in yourself and safety, your body and your brain have access to more creative ideas, more creative thoughts, actions that you wouldn't normally take that produce the results that you are trying to create in your life. And so it's really important to, to take that rudder that steering mechanism that's in your brain, that's used by your thoughts, created by your thoughts, we want to use those in order to create the state in your body and in your mind that makes it so that you can do those things. And that's what we do in the coaching process over and over and over again. This is the only thing between where you're at now and the results that you want to get. I promise you, it's the only thing. Yes, there are actions involved, obviously, but the actions must come from that new place. And we arrive at that new place with looking at all of your thoughts, looking at all of your beliefs, all of the things that the narcissist told you, all of the things that you've been conditioned to believe to keep you safe. It's truly an amazing process. And so when you are looking for creating that sense of inner peace for yourself that you feel like you haven't been able to have, simply as a result of living your life, of, of being in this world with a lot of narcissists in your life, that peace hasn't felt available to you. I promise you it is created by changing your brain. And I just explained, this is how we change your brain. So this is why we do the work. So you really look at what it is that you want, look at what your desires are. And if it's something like peace, even though it's nebulous, it's still available because you can really feel what life is like before you have inner peace and what life is like after you have inner peace. <laughs> They're extremely different. And you just, it's like you wake up in a new world and then you start to realize and you remember, you know, months or years ago, oh my gosh, this is not how it was. This is not how I used to think and feel all the time. And it's, it's amazing. It, it's a, it's a truly transformative and fun experience. So I invite you to do the work, whatever that looks like for you. You can come to the master classes. you can read books, you can hire me as your coach, you can work on this on your own. You can decide what's best for you. And I'm available to help you in whatever way that you will get the work done. <laughs> whatever that looks like for you. Like I said in my last one, I, I, I've been on this journey for many, many, many years and coaching didn't take a front seat until the last few years, right? So every, every person's journey is different. Maybe you want to start out with coaching. It just, it, it looks different for you and it looks different for the next person, but I'm just so grateful for the clients who come back and tell me these wonderful and beautiful testimonials, these stories, these experiences. It really reaffirms why it is I do what I do. And 
it reaffirms how powerful this work is and how available it is to really anyone if they're willing to do the work, if they're willing to show up and feel the things, feel the feelings, willing to change the thoughts, willing to look inward for a minute. Narcissist conditioning is all about looking outside of you for your inner emotional needs, looking outside of you for peace, looking outside of you for comfort, looking outside of you to feel like you're in control, feel like you can predict your world. That's what your, your narcissist conditioning teaches you. And so the coaching process and doing all this work flips that on its head. You will be challenged to go inward for all of your emotional needs. Every last one of them, even those of you who are currently married, even those of you who are adults with adult children, right? No one is responsible for any of your emotional needs. Even if they have been using you to meet their emotional needs, you don't have to quid pro quo it. You don't have to think, well, this is just how it works. That's, that's the narcissist dynamic, right? That's, we want to get out of that. Even if it feels unfair, right? Even if it feels like, oh man, I've had to bear this burden this whole time and they just get off scot-free. And that's just not true. When you think about the narcissist in your life and you think, well, they're just never going to be accountable for what they've done to me. I have to, I have to do all the work. It's all on me. It's always been on me. Now I got to manage everybody's emotions, including theirs and including mine. No, I want you to consider the possibility that doing the inner work actually means letting go of doing the work for other people. You are not responsible, nor is is it even possible for you to manage other people's emotions. That's the crazy thing about narcissists. They have made you believe that it's your job to manage their emotions and they've made you believe that it is possible because their emotions change when you do and say certain things. They feel better. They calm down. They are happy. And they want you to believe that because that's they don't want to do the work themselves, so they want to put it on everyone else. But also at the same time, they also show you that you're never good enough. They keep moving the goalposts. They keep telling you to keep trying. They keep telling you how you failed. They keep telling you that I wish you would do more, right? And so that it's this this sort of dualistic dynamic of beliefs happening that see, I am in control and I can fix their emotions, but actually no, it didn't work. And, and it's all my fault and I've got to try again and I've got to keep going. But, but then I thought I did it right. But then they told me that it wasn't enough and it's just around and around and around we go and it's exhausting and no one is taking care of your emotions. Even if the narcissist makes you believe that they are taking care of your emotions, sometimes they will throw you a bone. Sometimes they will participate in the dynamic to get you to come back. Usually when you start setting boundaries, when you start kind of emotionally distancing yourself, they will start doing all of the wonderful things like love bombing you and doing all the things that you wish they would have done from the beginning. But, uh, but they don't, uh, until they sense that things are changing and then they take those aces out of their back pocket and play the cards and hope that you come right back. Right. And so they, they understand on a subconscious level and possibly a conscious level. I don't know. Sometimes they understand, but typically this is all survival mechanism. They understand that there is a dynamic dynamic and that they play into it by keeping you feeling like you're never good enough and also making you believe that you can actually change their emotions. But the reality is you cannot go inside someone's body and force them to feel an emotion ever. That's not real. That's not available. <laughs> 
even even my empath people, I promise you, no one is jumping into into your body and forcing you to feel an emotion that you are not able to access with your own thoughts. Okay, I, I promise you that that's true. And if that's hard for you to believe, I understand. Let's have a conversation about it. <laughs> but that's such good news, right? It's such good news that you actually aren't in control of the narcissist's thoughts and emotions. You aren't. They are. And they, you, you, what you find out is that you are really, really good at predicting how they're going to think about what you think and feel. And it's all subconscious and it's all happening lightning fast. So it's really hard to be aware of it, but you know what they're going to think when you do the action or say the thing. And so you believe that you're manipulating their emotions and causing them to calm down, but it's actually not. You're just playing into what you know is pretty stable about them, at least at that particular time, but it does change. The goalposts move. What you think you finally are able to understand is, is shifted. Um, and it's all about keeping you locked into that dynamic. And so, um, that, that costs you so much emotional energy. It costs you your inner peace. It creates a ton of anxiety, despair, depression, all the things. And every person's experience has a completely different flavor. So, so that's the invitation. You can achieve inner peace. You can emotionally, surgically separate your empathic self from the narcissist. You can do that. It's all possible. You can also get the things that you want. We, we are here. We are in the business of creating an amazing post-narc life, right? So if you want to leave the narcissist, that's perfect. But we're also going to achieve awesome things at the same time. If you want to lose that weight, if you want to create an amazing business, if you want to make more money, if you want to break the cycle of abuse for your children, if you want to contribute to the world world in a meaningful way, if you want to change your life, change your home, change where you live, it, it whatever that looks like for you, all the things that you want, I couldn't possibly name them all. They're all available to you. And what if the only, the only thing in the way between what it is that you want and where you're at now is how you're thinking? What if that's it? It could be so, so, so simple. All right, my friends, you've got this. I can't wait to see you on the call. Go ahead and register in the show notes for co-parenting like a boss. And we'll be continuing to do more and more um, masterclasses through the year. We're going to do one a month. And I'm excited to bring you even more exciting stuff down the line. I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. If this episode resonated with you, it's because you're dealing with a narcissist or some other person in your life and it's having an effect on you. And I want that to change. I want you to get the things that you want in your life. I'm available for one-on-one coaching. You can hire me. You can also come to the webinars. We've got a webinar coming up this next week, co-parenting with a narcissist. Sign up in the show notes. We'll see you there.